He sent forth his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Psalm 107 verse 20. The message you're about to hear is a straightforward, down-to-earth and insightful teaching by Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward-Mills. Lady Reverend Adelaide serves under her husband, Bishop Dag Heward-Mills, as a pastor at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Lady Reverend Adelaide is a handmaiden of God and is privileged to have been used by God to pastor and to speak the Word of God, both nationally and internationally, to all ages and gender. She has a plethora of messages on many issues, experiences, and situations of life from God's perspective. Get ready to be transformed as you listen to this message by God's anointed handmaiden, Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward-Mills. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been blessed having the mother of Lighthouse Chapel International. I cannot believe that it has happened and it is happening, but I'm thankful to God that it's happening. There's a real woman of God. She is not just the wife of our presiding bishop, but she's a woman of God on her own. She's a Christian by herself. She knows God for herself. She loves God for herself. She is called by God herself. She's anointed by God. Aha. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. And um, I, I am saying this because sometimes people just think that you are just moving along. But you need to have a personal relationship with God. And we have been so blessed and honored to have her here. And um, she, I've known her for many, many, many years. She's been always, I've always been receiving from her. And it's been such a blessing to have her here uh, ministering to us here in Cape Coast. Mommy, we love and we honor you. And our hearts are open to receive from you one more time. Ladies and gentlemen, shall we stand to our feet and welcome Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward Mills. Hallelujah. Thank you, Bishop Jake, for Bishop all your Jake kind words. Shall we pray? Father, the entrance of your word brings light. Let the light of your word enter our hearts and our lives today. Let the word of God drive out every darkness in lives represented here. Holy Spirit, grant me utterance and boldness to proclaim the mystery of God. Thank you that the words that I speak shall be spirit and life. Thank you, my helper. Sweet Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. First Timothy chapter 4. Timothy, can Verse 12. Paul is writing to his son, 
Timothy. And he says, let no man despise thy youth. Amen. Amen. But be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. New living also. Mama Obiara Mbuumbrente Yem Nimitia Nemum Oya in Shasadima a Jizifu Wakasemu Wonkomumu wa Odomu wasusumu wa Jizimu na Ahutsumu. So Paul is writing to Timothy, who is working as a pastor and yet still is a young man. Paul Troy Kama Timothy Aoriye Jumada Sofu na Oye Abrantia. And he's saying that don't allow anybody to look down on you. Because you are a young person. And don't do things that will lead people to despise you because of your youth. Amen. Amen. The New Living Translation says, Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers, not some, all, in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. Mama Obiara and Jeno, they were firm. We are not one branch. 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 We are not one Anytime you see the word let, and the Bible says let not or do not let, it means that it takes your permission for whatever it is to happen. You have the power. To make it happen or not. So when Paul says, let no man, no man, whether great or small, despise your youth. It means don't even entertain thoughts like that. But he says, be thou an example. And this time, not to the world, but to all believers. We are taught when we give our lives to Christ and truly so that we are the salt and the light of the earth. And we are the light of the world and that the light shines in darkness as the lighthouse verse says and the darkness does not overcome it. But in this verse, Paul is saying that among those who say they are believers, and among those who have given their lives to Christ, and among the Christians in the church, you must be an example to a believer. In the Bible, says there, what a Jesus fumuno, umwana wadu wawo ama Christo no, awada iye ashansozo mahon. This time, not to the world per se, but to the person who believes in God just like you. And then Paul lists the things that 
he should be an example in. I love the Bible because when it tells you do not let this, it tells you what to do in place of that. For instance, when it says flee youthful lust, it follows by saying, but follow after righteousness. So don't do this, but rather do this. And so Paul lists the things that Timothy should be an example in. And you and I will do well to take heed, whether youthful, middle-aged or old, to be an example to believers in all these areas of our lives. The difference between an unbeliever and a believer is that the believer has the Holy Spirit living in him or her. And therefore, he or she has power to do the things God has said. But an unbeliever may have a lot of good intentions, but does not have the power to become what the Bible says. That is why when you get born again, the Bible says in John 1.12, For as many as received him and believed in his name, to them he gave power to become a child of God. Because you can't just become a child of God by yourself. It takes the power of the Holy Spirit. So we are all God's creation, but we are not all God's children. It is those who have believed and received that he gives power to become the children of God. You cannot become something you are already. So when God makes you his child, he gives you a certain power. And with that power, you become different from the world. And so the first thing Paul talks about to Timothy is be an example in the words, the things you, you, you say. The New Living Translation says, in what you say. Amen. Amen. Now, when we read our Bibles, I just want us to read Proverbs 18, verse 20. Proverbs 18. Verse 20. And this is a verse every believer must know by heart. Amen. Amen. Going back to King James, isn't it? A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. 
And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So then, our tongues have the ability to speak death or to speak life. And our words are seeds. So the Bible says that we shall eat of the fruit of our words. Proverbs calls it the fruit of your mouth. And Paul is saying to Timothy, be an example to believers in the things you say. And Paul Timothy When we read Ephesians chapter 4. So you can can Ephesians for mana itiranana. And verse 29. It says let no corrupt communication or corrupt words proceed out of your mouth. As a mama in some fibiara in fuanum emba. But that which is good to edify. Why? So that it may minister grace to your hearers. We come to the word let again. Which means do not allow any evil words or things that are not good or negative speakings to come out of your mouth. But let the words that come out of your mouth be such that they will build people up for the edifying. And at the end of the day, let the people feel that grace has been ministered to them. But many of us, we didn't grow up that way. We grew up saying a lot of negative things. The Bible says in James 3 that he will love life and see good days. Let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking guile. So it means that our world is created by the things we say. Even God created this world by the things he said. When he said, let there be light, then there was light. It was created by words. And everything he created, God said, it is good. He spoke good over that which he had created. But many of us are used to speaking things that are not good. Bishop Paddy was telling me that in the Ghan language, he thinks um, you insult naturally even when the person hasn't done anything. Bishop Paddy, He said that he has a relative. When the person comes to his house, the person will say to his son, Go and get me a glass of water. Oyucho Bonyo. Okay. When the person arrives in the house, the person is tired. And then the person just says to his child, Go and get me some water. Your head like a corpse's head. That's all. 
How does that come in to that water that you are asking for? Oh yeah, then eh the masama ofu wonu mobile na nsu a rebisa no ohia. But we are used to a lot of negative speech. Yeah, ka in some fimbebre. Yembo nyimpa da but e we say. Oka ko wokesha water hwe no hu bi no hu bi then. Yes, tell the person on Kashanata, and then who been on them? Yeah. Catching in Pacondo on Kashanata, Naria, and then who been is on death and life. Death and life. Oh, Wuna and Quam. It's in the power of your tongue. Oh, well, to me, you are fighting with a certain self image because of the things you heard as a child. You are a creation of the words of other people, including our parents sometimes. Sometimes you even do something and uh, they correct you. And then they'll say, How was it? Then you imbibe the word, it's a fruit. And you say, Oh. I'm not the smart type because the baby today we two you two. So the baby at home. And so we are so used to even correcting our children the wrong way. And even in our culture, we are not used to praising people. Or even praising your child and, and bringing up the child's confidence. We are not used to it. Every day, negative things. And sometimes some mothers can tell their children, So believers must learn to cast down these type of speakings. When you are told something that you have to say in your mind that no, the Lord delights in the prosperity of his servants. So the things that have been said shall not come to pass. Sometimes you say about yourself, hey, it shall be so for you. You shall eat of the fruit of your lips. And you sing songs that are also words. Job, who said you are a forgotten. Is that your name? Job. You can be Job the overcomer. Job the one that God restores. Job the one that God delivers. Job the one that God gives more than he lost. You are not Job Arohuni. So there are certain songs you should not even sing. Everybody is plucking fruits. It shall be so unto you. 
turn to the person next to you and say, speak things that minister grace. Speak things that minister life. Amen. Amen. And so the believer must be an example to other believers in the things that you say. Because you can have what you see. When the church was starting, we had many prayer meetings. And by the grace of God, we created many things by the words we spoke. We were in a classroom behind, behind. Even people said to me, who will come to a church that is so inside a hospital? But any time the presiding bishop led us in prayer, he will say, speak to the north, speak to the south, speak to the east. We can see cars. The road is, is full. In fact, we have a problem. The church is full. Bishop J, do you remember? Now, when we come to church, we can't even find each other. We have to arrange to meet at some other door. It's happening. It's happening. And yet, that was not what was happening practically. And he would say that we have a problem. And our problem is a problem of space. We have grown so much that we don't have space. And we would stand on the verse that God would say, He will increase us with men as a flock. At that time, Bishop's car was the only car in the church. And yet he was saying, The church is full. Oh, people are packed everywhere. Even before that, when I met him in Legon, sometimes when I see him, I say, hello, sister Adles. Hello, brother Doug. How are you? He will say, oh, I can't help it. Goodness and mercy. They are following me everywhere. Even when I close my door, they come under. They come through the window. They come through everywhere. Oh, goodness and mercy. They are following me everywhere I go. Amen. And he used to write his name, Dag Success Heward Mills. Mills. I said, Oh, is success your second name? Say, yes, that I have given myself. God has made me a success. And then he started to sign some complex signature in his exercise book when he had nothing. And I said, hey, but why this uh, wild signature? He said, because one day I will control millions and I will have to sign a check. So it has to be very complicated so that people cannot imitate it. Because remember, I am Doug Success Heward Mills. Also, no. Must sign millions. 
Now, or whatever missing nature, or you a man for and tumor, one shadow and yebi. He has always spoken life. And even when we were beloved, when we are talking, our conversation was always about God and the things of God. Most of the time. He told me that one day I will be like Jesus. I will stand on a higher plane and God will draw so many people and I will just be teaching them the word of God. One day it will happen. So when I see all the crusade pictures and even the churches, it is the fruit of your lips. The fruit of your lips. The fruit of your lips. Be thou an example to believers in the things you say. Fruit is something that comes out of a tree and then you eat it. And the Bible is saying you will eat of the fruit of the things you say. Husband! Begin to say life-giving things to your marriage and to your wife. Look for the few, if you think they are few, positive things in your wife and begin to speak them. She will blossom like a tree before your very eyes. But sometimes your expressions are terrible. You see, a guy was trying to be a girl, and he came to my office and he told me, mm, uh, uh, Mommy, she, she cooked, it wasn't good at all. I said, so did, what did you say? I asked her that. Mommy, I asked her that. Is this jollof? Is this how to cook jollof? Is this jollof? I said, mommy, jollof. I said, you could have told her, oh, I know how to make jollof. So let me teach you. Because you say you are a better cook. So let me teach you. You do this and that and that. I am sure you will get better. But to ask her, is this jollof? It's like, what we are eating, is it? You do call it jollof. Sometimes wives are busy pointing out to husbands, 21 things that are wrong with them. But never what is right. One of the things I do in many of my women's workshops, ladies' workshops, is to ask them to write at least 10 things that are good about their husbands. Sometimes people come up with a blank sheet. And some people tell me, Mommy, I've thought uh, I can't find one. Because the issues of life have made them bitter. 
and cloud, clouded their eyes. Now, and many of them, I happen to know the husbands. Now, so sometimes I say, I am not married to him. So I may not know everything. But there are certain things I can vouch on. Your husband loves God very much. Your husband loves the work of God. Your husband fears God and wants to do right. Your husband is faithful in the things of God. And I say, look, me, I'm not married to you. I have four. You, you don't have even zero. Check the paper and there's a blank. But the Bible says, as refining pot to silver, so is a man to his praise. And so, praise and appreciation is stronger than condemnation and criticism. Even look at your own personal life. When you are given a compliment, you rise up and you want to live up to that standard. But when you are condemned, you just become little and you don't feel like going on. Be an example. Yeah, In the things you say. Some of you, you may even be in the choir. But the things you use your mouth for is twofold. When you sing here, we really feel blessed. In fact, pa. James chapter 3, verse 9. I'm staying a bit on what we say and run through the rest quickly. James chapter 3 verse 9. Are we there? Is it on the... Okay. No, let's read 8 and 9. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Next verse. Therewith we bless God, even the Father. And therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Verse 10. Verse 10. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. With the same mouth. Out of the same mouth. Text to the person next to you and say, Out of the same mouth. You speak yeah. blessing. And then you speak curses. And James says, my brethren, these things ought not. He was writing to Christians. So you are in the bar. You sing nicely. Holy, holy, holy. As soon as you come down, you meet somebody. And say, I would have a question. I would have a question. After, holy, 
holy, holy. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Sometimes the way you speak to your husband is so disrespectful, so rude, so I mean, just a misbehavior. And you are a worship leader too. After that, you come and take the mic. So let's just have an attitude of worship as we invite his presence. But what you have said from woman, put your hand on your head and say mercy. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Speak life over your husband. Speak life over the ministry you have in your church. Speak life about your future. Say that oh yes, Zenzi, but minimde we rising in sim. No nyimbaba babya oye. Amen. Oh yes, Zenzi, na minimde we rising in sim. No nyimbado impenpenda oye. Amen. Amen. Speak life into your own life. After your quiet time, it's a good place to speak life. It's a good place to take the verses and put your name in the verses. If Jeremiah 29, says, God says, he knows the plans he has for you. Put your name in and say, God, you know the plans you have for me and Estina. Jeremiah, I thank you for the prosperous plans you have for me. And thank you, they are not plans of disaster. God is giving me a future and a hope. God is bringing me to the expected end. Create your world in your bedroom. Create your world in your prayer closet. Create your world by the things you say. One of the verses I always speak over myself and my children. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17. No weapon that is fashioned against me, my husband, my children, my marriage, my finances, my health, my calling, the gift of God. No weapon shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against me in judgment, whether I'm there or not, is condemned. Isaiah 50. 54 verse, 54 verse 17. Because in the office, when they are discussing your promotion, it is tongues that can rise up in judgment against you. But before you step out, 
you would have done your juju in your room with the Holy Spirit. As I go through this door, no evil shall befall me. Neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling. God has given his angels charge over me and all that is mine. I rebuke the arrow that flies by day. The pestilence that walks in darkness does not find me. The destruction that wastes at noonday is not my portion. The mercy of God is my covering. Because of his mercies, I will not be consumed. My children will not be consumed. My family will not be consumed. My obedience to God will not be consumed. I go out with the blood as my covering. After you are so charged, what can happen? You I, I and when something is going wrong, you say, Oh, the Bible says the favor of the Lord. It causes even my enemies to be at peace with me. Thank you, Father. That is the kind of favor I'm walking in. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Create your world by the things you say. But we are some but if you don't go into the word, you will be limited with what you say. If you don't stand on his word, say, you will be limited in what you have to say. say I get up and I say, Lord, you are my shepherd. I say, I am not my own shepherd. You are my shepherd. And because of that, and because of that, I lack no good thing. Because the psalmist says, I shall not want. Maybe that will be the day you are very broke. But the word of God is stronger than your experience. Speak life! Jesus said the words that I speak. Jesus said, in summer, of men, um, they are spirit and they are life. Now, Not the miracles I do, but the words that I speak. What about you? The words that you, are, you speak. They can be demonic and death, but you can change it to make them spirit and life. Speak good things to your children. Tell them like teacher Yamwa told me that the call of God is on their lives. Tell them that God will use them in a very special way. Tell them that there's greatness hidden in them and that they just have to walk in it. Tell them that they can make it and they can overcome. Don't say when the report comes and now they will be angry. You can address the issue without speaking death. Some of you growing up, you were told, hey, now you So even when you go to school and people say, 
Oh, you look nice. What they are saying is not true. And when a brother comes to you and says, Oh, you are such a beautiful girl. You can't receive anything because you are a product of what you've heard for many years. It's time to reverse the things that have been said about you. A lot of negative things were said about Jesus. They even said he has a demon. But he didn't receive that. He kept saying, I am the light of the world. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall find life. I am the life. I am the way. I am the truth. He was repeating what God had told him. And not what the crowd was saying. It's time to reverse your fortunes. And not only speak life to yourself. Speak life to the people who hear you, the Bible says. You can correct your children and yet still speak life. Some of us are so programmed negatively, we never expect anything good. Nothing will work. Everything that's absolutely What you should say is, I worry is what I say, mum. But God says he will give me beauty in place of ashes. I'm messed up in an area of my life, but God will give me beauty. Turn to the person next to you and say, speak life. Even if that's all I get to say, it's enough. Well, we've talked about speaking life and not using your mouth to curse and then to bless at the same time. But another way of speaking death is through being a tail bearer. Hey, Nama. Yeah. Tail bearer. Okay. First, I to try one First Samuel 22. Samuel, who was the can? The name being nine to ten. I want to show you what a tail bearer can do. Amen. Amen. Let's read First Samuel 21. I'll be ending on that. First Samuel 21. Samuel, 1 to 10. This is David running away from Saul. And the Bible says, Then came David to Nob to Abimelech the priest. And Abimelech was afraid at the meeting of David and said unto him, Why art thou alone and no man with thee? And David said unto Abimelech the priest, the king has commanded me a business and has sent me and has sent, had said unto me, let no man know anything of the business whereabout I send thee. 
na david ba abimaleke nchen sofo no penyin na okache abimaleke bi sende ba zinti na wankonam na so ohine asom bibi no okache mde mama obi a entiza masoma wono so abimaleke asked innocently how can a big general like you be alone and david said oh because uh, the king has sent me on a secret business and even i've let my servant stay somewhere and i came alone to do the king's bidding ti abimaleke bi sano do na ba nzo opinion ti do wan kwete nam no so o hina so mebi nti mama mama wan yema nam no watena bebi verse 3 now therefore what is under thine hand give me five loaves of bread in my hand or what there is present and the priest answered david and said there's no common bread under my hand but there is hallowed bread if the young men have kept themselves at least from women also na bazi wo wonse mo mama bodo enum bi no so bodo bi are nyi ho na za watso ho na nti se brenta na wonyo nam na watso wo ho fi mbesiafo mbesiafo ho and david said these three days we have kept ourselves since i came out and the vessels of the young men are holy and the bread is in a manner common yea though it was sanctified this day in the vessel so the priest gave him hallowed bread for there was no bread there but the shoe bread that was taken from the lord na also when they bass him no yato ye no ho mrenta wato ho nti oma no brodo na wato ho no now a certain man of the servants of Saul was there that na, day detained before the lord and his name was Doeg an Edomite the chiefest of the headmen that belonged to Saul na damada no na Saul na kwa kwa ho a owo eraze na nyima wo friend Edog a ofi Edom Doeg a wo ofi Edom yeah And David said unto Abimelech, And is, no, is there not here under thine hand spear or sword? For I have neither brought my sword nor my weapons with me, because the king's business required haste. And the priest said, The sword of Goliath the Philistine, whom thou slewest in the valley of Elah, behold, it is here, wrapped in a cloth behind the effort. If thou would take that, take it, for there is no other save that here. And David said, There is none like that. Give it me, and David arose and left. So all that the priest Abimelech knew was that David has been sent by King Saul. He was in a hurry; he couldn't take his sword, and that he and his men are hungry. So let me help him so that he can effectively execute the king's business. In Tizana, Abimelech Oyimaendeo, Ohino saw Wasuma David opentem into into Mwanfano saw Mwanfano nebodo into Olobwano Naza Ohiano Azamano. Amen. Amen. Now, First Samuel 22, reading from verse 6. Samuel, whom I also can Edonabian. Remember, Doeg the Edomite was there. When Saul heard that David was discovered, and the men that were with him, now Saul abode abode in Gibeah under a tree in Ramah, having his spear in his hand, and all his servants were standing about him. Then Saul said unto his servants that stood about him. Here now ye Benjamites will the son of Jesse give every one of you fields and vineyards and make you all captains of thousands and captains of hundreds that all of you have conspired against me and there is none that showeth me that my son hath made a league with the son of Jesse and there is none of you that is sorry for me or showeth unto me that my son hath stirred up my servant against me to lie in waste at this day Saul is looking for David Sorry, she said David. And he's saying that he's saying to his servants, "Oh, you people, you think when David comes, he will give you lands and other things. So you you are trying to hide him. 
and Solomon, my son, is doing the same, and nobody is telling me. Now, sorry, say no. David Jonathan so Then answered Doeg the Edomite. You remember Doeg the Edomite? Which was set over the servants of Saul and said, I saw the son of Jesse coming to Nob, to Abimelech, the son of Ahitab. And he inquired of the Lord for him and gave him victuals. And gave him the sword of Goliath the Philistine. Without now, saying or knowing the circumstances under which the sword were, was given. And the circumstances under which the victuals were given. The circumstances under which the bread was given was not mentioned. But he mentioned what had been done. But Abimelech had done that because David had said that he was on the king's business. Then the king sent to call Abimelech the priest. And all his father's house, the priests that were in Nob, and they came all of them to the king. And Saul said, Thou son of Ahitab, here I am, my lord, said Abimelech. Ahimelech. And Saul said unto him, Why have you conspired against me, thou and the son of Jesse, in that thou hast given him bread and a sword, and hast inquired of God for him, which didn't happen, nah. that he should rise up against me to lie in wait as at this day. The opposite of what had really transpired. And inquired of God for him. And then you've had a meeting with him about how you will rise up against me. All these things were not true. It was true that David went there. It was true that he gave him bread. It was true that he gave him the sword. But he didn't inquire of God for him. He didn't have any meeting with him about how they will rise up against Saul. And he didn't do it because he was against Saul. He did it because he was for Saul. Verse 14, Then Ahimelech answered the king and said, And who is so faithful among all thy servants as David, which is the king's son-in-law, and goeth at thy bidding? And is honorable in thy house. Did I then begin to inquire of God for him? Be it far from me. Let not the king impute anything unto his servant, nor to all the house of my father. For thy servant knew nothing of all this, less or more. And the king said, Thou shalt surely die, Ahimelech, thou and all thy father's house. <laughs> And Saul no. said that you surely die. You and all your father's house. And the king said unto the footmen that stood around him, Turn and slay the priests of the Lord, because their hand also is with David, and because they knew when he fled and did not show it to me. But the servants of the king would not put forth their hand to fall upon the priests of the Lord. Saul, 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 
verse 18, and the king said to Doeg, Turn thou and fall upon the priests. And Doeg the Edomite turned, and he fell upon the priests, and slew on that day four score and five persons that did wear a linen effort. And Nob, the city of the priests, smote he with the edge of the sword, both men and women, children and sucklings, and oxen, and asses, and sheep with the edge of the sword. Now, Damadano, or Henry, or Kache, Doeg, the Ondanona, Uncumon, Dawadano, Doeg, Okum, Oyimpa, Asofono, Edwache Num, and Ponche, and Mofra, what the Enufa, and Bayin, and Bayinamba, Wombibia. How did that happen? The tongue of Doeg, the Edomites. Doeg, Doeg, no, 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 what he has not seen, he says he has seen. What he is reporting is not accurate. And yet, because of that, the whole priesthood in Israel was wiped out. Be an example in word. Sometimes you may see something, but what you are reading into it is not what you are seeing. And your motive is to gain favor of whoever is in authority, but not that you want the right thing to be done. And because of you, do work the Edomites. All the priests in Israel are killed except one who escaped. That is why God's judgment on Saul was not an easy one. Proverbs 18 verse 8. Many years ago, when we were still in Kolegono, a lady was in Mrs. Saki of Blessed Memories Ministry. And after the ministry meeting, Mrs. Saki said, is there anybody who has any questions about the church or anything you want to understand? And a young lady Put up her hand after the meeting and said, Yes, me. And Mrs. Saki said, Yes, sister. And she said, Oh, the presiding bishop's wife, Auntie Mami. Eh, mo join on cherry. Na, me penase mama, but me yin kasada. And she said, Oh, baby, my friend, Auntie Mami, but me yinin kase epo, ne papa pe yin biyo wofye, wasi ye, eraba. Wana nese epe nase mi. No so, Mami ya, 
awakalande mosije na jamanti mawaba mamia wako poison nukunima asami wabi yinyi mgo asukurai enzi ya the girl was shocked oh yeah akatesia no wanwa ena papa nisi oh bishop na chede o yinyi papapa eh enzi asino yinyi mgo asi but no position we decided you know in jan oba wanda ma Hey, dama mamia, all the poison you go papa in it, papa in case it's banana. In so bad, and then kolebu na wabako, wako kolebu, and a papa on show me fear, on fear, and I was there fear. What my young test? What's I raise bishop? That baseball is just me, me baseball. I'm saying yeah, we raise we who as I rose we raise banana. In the rabbi today. And so fit no sede ashofunya wonyim na emom enyim gwase bishop sakirum ya wonyim damasemi na emom most no yenyim gwase nti wonka nti raba ehwehwe role modela ehwehwe role model papa nya role modela opedo okunuku ni bia mercy nti raba no ofit one day baby ohu mo chapra ohwemezi mosu menyim nti masem bia mokomreba Hey, before our bad daughter, you can make it me preach or say rabbi. I'm some knock a day, mum, or poison nuking. So when people say there's no smoke without fire, I don't agree. Sometimes a fog looks like fire, but it is not fire. So Obikade, in Wusubiare, you are a Jenzecha, Minyuan Yajin, Osande, Bion Mafu, a foie. Another time, I myself was looking after my ministry in the church. And then a lady said, oh, lady pastor, after church, can I see you? Thursday, ministry meeting. I said, yes. After that, she came and said, ah, what's the day? I said, yes. Son, what's the day, bishop? What's your phone for now? So... ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
koko into the belly. Yeah, oko ye funmu odo odo. Odo. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Be an example to believers. Yeah. Ashadozema ejizefo. In word. Wakasemu. Turn to the person next to you and say, don't be a tailbearer, please. Amen. Amen. Turn to the person next to you and say, speak life into your life. So that you may eat of the fruit. Amen. See, sometimes you think you know everything. And sometimes people sit there and say, oh. Hey, sister, pray for grace. And God will give you grace. Be an example in your behavior. Be an example to believers. The people in the church, in the way you behave. In love. In in spirit, in the way you have faith, be an example And finally, in purity. Purity has gone out of the church. Paul says, be an example to believers. Because there are different types of believers. And there are different types of church members. And there are different types of people who profess to be believers. But impurity be an example. The way you walk in holiness. The way you walk in purity. The way you walk in the fear of God. Some of you, you left this meeting Friday night. We saw you at a hotel with a grown-up man entering a bedroom. And it was obvious the man didn't know you because he said to our lady pastor, ah, uh, Be an example in purity. You are a temple of God, not a kiosk. And we can be pure by the things we look at and the things we hear and see. Sorry. So finally, turn your Bibles to First Peter chapter two. Amen. Amen. First Peter chapter two. Peter Huma Ozekano, Young people, this is very important for you. Young people, this is very important for you. And Brent Sien and Baba, why you Second Peter chapter two, maybe. I'm always mixing up my first and second Peters. Peter and Huma Otia Ebien. Second Peter two, verse eight. Yeah. For that righteous man, in seeing and in hearing, vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. Nadam, I would soon in a autumn terminal. This verse is talking about Lot. He knew God. He was a descendant of Abraham and now, a relative. 
He made the mistake of moving from his uncle to go and live in Sodom. Because when he looked, the grass was well watered, the people looked prosperous. He judged by his senses and moved to Sodom. Not knowing that it will lead to him backsliding. You too, you are looking at nice car, nice things, and you are accepting things that are not godly because of how they look. You may end up in Sodom. But the Bible is saying Lot was a righteous man. And yet, because of what, where he was staying, the Bible says, New Living Translation, yes, Lot was a righteous man who was tormented in his soul by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day. King James says that righteous man in seeing and in hearing. King James listen In seeing and in hearing. Vexed his righteous soul. Oh So your soul, which may be righteous, is affected by the things you see and hear. Everybody say in seeing and in hearing. In seeing and in hearing. Young people, the things you see affect you. And affect your work of purity. The things you hear, the type of music you listen to, it affects your righteous soul. The things you look at on the internet, in seeing and in hearing, it will vex your righteous soul. Bible says, be careful what you hear. And be careful how you hear. Job said, I've made a covenant with my eyes that I will not look lustfully at a woman. But some of you, you look and you shouldn't take a second look, but you take the 40th look. And therefore, your work of purity is very complicated. The world is so polluted, you don't even have to go and get something to hear. Everywhere you are passing, you will hear. Everywhere you are walking, you will see. So it's time to create your own atmosphere and control what you see and what you hear. We are no asichao. Inti ebre aso bebi afo biara ihu bebi afo biara eti. Inti ebre aso de wankasa ibeziza eti na za ihu do. When I sit in a taxi and the music is some mums papa, mbocho ebutu mzuo dial is at 94.3. Ebre aso I'm seeing you're a very powerful station, pa, because I know that it's a Christian station. Because what you hear is very important. And what you see is very important. The types of movies you have been watching is making it very difficult for you to walk in purity. Even righteous people have their spirits vexed 
because of what they see and hear. May you be a good example in the church and to other believers because not all men have faith. Thanks. Stand to your feet, please. Hallelujah. Amen. Every eye closed and every head bowed. Come and make my heart your home. Help me choir. Come and be everything I am and all I know. It's not just a song. Make it your prayer. Search me through and through. Holy Ghost, search us. Till my heart becomes a home for you. Open your mouth and sing. Come and make my heart. Come and make my heart your home. Yeah. 
as your savior you say lady reverend I want to serve God but I need the power of the Holy Spirit within me because I am not sure whether I am a born again Christian I am not sure whether I'll go to heaven or hell when I die I need to straighten things out between God and myself lady reverend pray for me <laughs> I'm not sure. I need to make things right between God and I. Every eye closed and every head bowed. Just lift up your hands high above your shoulders. It is the greatest experience in your life. Oh yeah. God will bring a change in your life. The Holy Ghost will come and dwell in you. Lady Reverend, this is what I want. Put up your hand and I'll pray so with you. Let it go high. It's not about who is on your left or who is on your right. It's between you and your God. God bless you. I see your hands. Let it stay up. And I just want you to say this prayer after me. And mean it with all your heart. Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. This afternoon. This afternoon. I come to you. I come to you. Just as I am. Just as I am. Jesus, take my life. And make me your child. Be the shepherd of a sheep. That I have become this afternoon. Come into my life and be my personal savior. Wash me from all sin. And let your Holy Spirit come and dwell in me. Thank you for dying on the cross. To save me from my sins. Thank you for rising from the dead so that I may have eternal life. Thank you for writing my name in the book of life from this moment in Jesus' name. Satan, listen to me carefully. Christ has set me free. I am not going back to the world. I am not going back to my old ways. Because the power of God will cause me to overcome in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. It was great having you today. To find out more about the resources available by Adelaide Hewitt Mills, please visit the Vision Bookshop at the Kodesh, North Kaneshi. Or meet her on Facebook at Reverend Mrs. Adelaide Hewitt Mills. For prayer and counseling, please call 0243 
You can also drop us an email at honeyonmylips at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, God richly bless you.